1: strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God.
2: Good evening to you. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley.
3: And my name is June. Hi, everyone.
2: It's good to be with you. And if you've been with us earlier this week, you know we're looking at Second Chronicles chapter 20, a, a vital chapter and that has messages for us today even though this took place in the in around the 800 bc area so god is the same and what he spoke through jehoshaphat and the people of judah is so valid for us today as we spoke earlier this week three armies were coming against jehoshaphat and when he was told what was happening his first response was fear but immediately he turned his attention to seek the Lord, and he prayed a kingly prayer. It began in verse uh, 6, and it went through verse 12, and I want to highlight what it says in verse 12. This is the conclusion of his prayer. O our God, wilt thou not judge them? For we are powerless before this great multitude who are coming against us, nor do we know what to do but our eyes are on thee it's such a key juni as we spoke that our eyes must turn to jesus and then when they were confident that god would answer and we see the rest of the chapter is the answer and the result of it the spirit of the lord raised up jehaziel a prophet and he gave the word of the lord by saying thus says the lord do not fear or be dismayed because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours but God's. Tomorrow go down against them. Behold, they will come up by the ascent of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the valley in front of the wilderness. You need not fight in this battle. Station yourselves, stand, and see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf. O Judah and Jerusalem, do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow go out to face them. So they went out and faced them. And it says in verse 20, And they rose early in the morning and went out to the wilderness of Tekoa. And when they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Listen to me, O Judah, and inhabitants of Jerusalem. Put your trust in the Lord your God, and you will be established. Put your trust in the prophets and succeed. And let's go further. Verse 22, And when they began singing and praising, this is going out to battle, they began singing and praising The Lord set ambushes among the sons of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir who had come against Judah. So they were routed for the sons of Ammon and Moab rose up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir, destroying them completely. And when they had finished with the inhabitants of Seir, they helped to destroy one another. What an incredible answer to the prayer that God intervened. The battle was his, not Jehoshaphat's. And these three armies destroyed one another. It was unbelievable. Then it says, they, they Judah came to the lookout of the wilderness. They looked toward the multitude and behold, they were corpses lying on the ground. No one had escaped. And when Jehoshaphat and his people came to take their spoil, they found much among them, including goods, garments, valuable things which they took for themselves, more than they could carry. It took them three days to do this. Then in verse 26, we read, then on the fourth day, they assembled in the valley of Berakah, for there they blessed the Lord. Berakah means blessing. Therefore they have named that place the valley of Berakah. And every man of Judah and Jerusalem returned with Jehoshaphat at their head, as their head, returning to Jerusalem with joy, for the Lord had made them to, re- to rejoice over their enemies. And they came to Jerusalem with harps, lyres, and trumpets in the house of the Lord. And the dread or the fear of God was on all the kingdoms of the lands when they heard that the Lord had fought against the enemies of Israel. So the kingdom of Jehoshaphat was at peace for his God gave him rest on all sides. Juni it's such an incredible story and there's so many points that we need to point out so our listeners and we can take heart about this. This was a terrible situation that King Jehoshaphat was praying. But it's so real. So let's look over these things that we spoke, and we pray that you would, if you haven't heard the programs, uh, get onto our website, ShellyandJuneVolt.com, and you can hear transcripts of the first three programs, because this, this chapter is pregnant for us today.
3: And I think what we pointed out during the week was the prayer of Jehoshaphat came through his spiritual father or the fathers of the faith. Yes. Through David, who was also king. And we pointed out that when King Jesus came, he taught us to pray.
2: Yes, Lord.
3: And he prayed to his father, but he taught us to pray to our father. And we see that the faith of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob remained the same because even in the days of Moses we saw that the battle was not Moses or Israel's they were at a place where the egyptian army was after them and there was no place for them to go with the the dead sea the red sea before them and it parted And all the enemies of Israel were drowned and lost. And Israel walked through as the sea parted to dry land. So faith in God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And our Lord works the same way. In and through an individual life and the lives of people who follow him, who are called by him. The church today are Jews and Gentiles made up to be one new man and trust the Lord with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. An unsaved Israel doesn't know the name of Yeshua or Jesus is king, but they will one day. Yes. And we as the church should uphold Israel and pray for them to come to know the Lord because that is the return of the Lord. Because Israel will say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Baruch Abba, vashem Adonai. Hallelujah.
2: Yes, Lord. You know, Junie, it's interesting that you point out Moses. Let's first uh, uh repeat what happened with Jehoshaphat. In verse 15, the prophet says, Listen, all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem and King Jehoshaphat. Thus says the Lord to you, Do not fear or be dismayed because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours and God's. Let's go back to what you just referred to, Junie, the parting of the Red Sea. It says in Exodus 14, beginning at verse 13, but Moses said to the people, do not fear, stand by and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptian whom you have seen today, you will never see them again forever. There's such a parallel between Moses and Jehoshaphat. And you pointed out that Jehoshaphat was inspired by David. And uh, again, these are men of God who, despite the, maybe the initial fear that comes upon them, they immediately went to the Lord because salvation is of the Lord. And most of the battles that we pray, Junie, we try to solve on our natural se- by our natural selves. But we need to remember the battle is not ours. It's the Lord's. And we will notice that. We'll know it and we'll see the reality of it when we confess our weakness or our inability, and we see, Juni, in that prayer, something that's so powerful, and we want to emphasize it again. The first thing that Jehoshaphat did was he set his eyes upon the Lord. It's interesting. We spoke about prayer from Psalm 5 the other week, and this is exactly what Jehoshaphat did. He cried out, and in that prayer, there was an expectation that God will answer that prayer. So we need that prayer is our first line of defense. And in that prayer, we must place our eyes on the Lord and trust the Lord. And we see, uh, in other words, we have to also recognize that this battle must be won spiritually and we can't do it out of our flesh. We must must set our eyes on the Lord and see the Lord bring bring forth a victory. Again, the battle is the Lord's. That's why, when we hand over the the issue to the Lord, we will see a victory. Again, verse fifteen, the prophet said, "Do not fear or be dismayed because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's." Hallelujah. Um, what I think of now, Junie, is in the church today there is such a a, a need for. True prophets to come forth and give a thus saith of the Lord. I pray that the gifts of the spirit can be released and uh, the church will be a lot stronger because of that. Put your trust in the Lord, your God, and you will be established. We just read in that. Put your trust in his prophets and succeed. All right. And we see also we, when we pray, we must wait to receive instructions from the Lord. It's his battle plan, not ours. The word of God says, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. And we see, we read in verse 15 in Second Chronicles, listen all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem and King Jehoshaphat. Why did that happen? Because it says in the verse before that, then in the midst of the assembly, the spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel. We need to see the Spirit of the Lord come upon uh, our get-togethers when we're assembled together and we can hear, of thus saith the Lord. It's missing in the church today, but I believe if we take Second uh, Chronicles 20 as an example, I believe the Lord is well willing and waiting to release these gifts so we'll be operating in and through and out of and by the Spirit of the Lord and not by our own fleshly attitudes so let's pray Junie, because there's so much more we're going to go through tomorrow but this second chronicles 20 is so instructive so father we thank you lord thank you for the victory at the red sea when it was declared that the battle is the lord's wait and see the salvation of the lord and we see the same thing in second chronicles 20 and we must remember as you said juni The Lord is the same yesterday, today, and forever. What was true then is true now, because Jesus is the truth. Father, we thank you and praise you. In Yeshua's holy name,
1: amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784.